leaders and viewers, my name is Chantal Camarillo, and I am one of your hosts for today, along with my two other amazing co-hosts, co-founders, and comadres, Vanessa Montañez and Rosario Lawrence. Vanessa and Rosario and I happen to be in the mortgage industry for several decades, and together we decided to create Leader Talks. The journey came about in the midst of the pandemic, and we wanted to start really an open forum for women and those that support women um, in terms of empowering, enriching, and educating one another on relevant topics that hold meaning to us. Today, the topic of Leader Talks is celebrating women, her story month, not history, but her story month. Um, our three core values have always been around educate, empower, and enriching one another. Each one of these three core values focus on several areas where we can further grow, develop, and build not only ourselves, but each other, right? Let's raise each other up, right? All leaders. Today, we wanna to celebrate an amazing leader as we celebrate Women's Her Story Month. Who better than the national president of ARIA, the Asian Real Estate Association of America, a successful realtor, successful entrepreneur, and a leader. So Vanessa, without further ado, can you tell us a little bit more about Amy Kong? Absolutely, certainly can tell. I have the privilege of knowing Amy Kong through her association and several years of involvement with ARIA. But who is Amy Kong? So Amy Kong is an immigrant from Hong Kong who has served the San Francisco and Mid-Peninsula real estate markets since 1988. For decades, Amy has been working tirelessly in her community outreach efforts, promoting property homeownership, sustainable homeownership, enhancing the rights of property owners, and advocating policies to enhance economic benefits of property ownership. Among her impressive designations, which are several, she's a certified residential specialist, a certified real estate broker manager, and certified distressed property expert. She's the co-founder and owner of Trust Real Estate, at, which is a side network partner. Honesty and integrity are her core values in business, life, and in her community outreach. Among various local and national endeavors, she served as a 2011 Chinese Real Estate Association of America, Korea, and the president in 2017 and 19 for the ARIA um, Education um, Chair, and also she's currently the 2021 National President of ARIA. So proud of you. Um, she's bilingual in English and Cantonese. Thank you, Amy, so much for joining us today. Well, ladies, it's my pleasure to be here and thank you so much for inviting me to celebrate March 2021, which is so important, right? When I first uh, stepped into the presidency, you know, I was so um, amazed by all the leaders within ARIA, but at the same time, I was like, hey, wait a minute, there are not that many women leaders nationally in ARIA, so let's make it even, okay? So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Amy. It is such an honor having the president for 2021 for ARIA National. Can you share with our viewership what is ARIA and its mission and why this organization speaks so profoundly to you? Well, ARIA, thank you so much, everybody, to pronounce this A-R-E-A-A -A -A in the correct way. A lot of people you know, pronounce it wrong. Yes, is ARIA. 
It stands for the Asian Real Estate Association of America and is also founded in 2003. We are a national nonprofit trade organization dedicated to improving the lives of the Asian American and Pacific Islander community. So a lot of the times that people are like, what is AAPI? There are so many A among the Asian community. So we are American for sure. So that is uh, Asian American and Pacific Islander. We serve this community through homeownership. So our mission actually is dedicated to promote sustainable homeownership for sure uh, within the Asian American community by creating a really powerful national voice for housing and the real estate professionals that serve the stunning market. Currently, ARIA has a total of 42 chapters across North America. I say North America, meaning that not just the US, we have two chapters in Canada, one in Vancouver and one in Toronto and 17,000 members strong. The vision and mission of ARIA inspire a lot of our people to volunteer and serve together to move the homeownership needle and grow in leadership together. Well, not to mention, you know, about all these great missions that we're doing, but at the same time, the networking opportunities in ARIA is unstoppable. Therefore, we started a for-profit arm called ARIA Global, which creates tremendous business opportunities among our member and also around the globe. On the other hand, we also have created a giving arm, which is called the ARIA Foundation. Previously, I was chair of that to help our veterans and also other disaster victims on their housing needs. So to me, ARIA becomes part of my life and I have a lot of brothers and sisters from other mothers in this family. So I love ARIA. I'm so sorry, I am the daughter. That's awesome, Amy. And believe me, we love Aria as well. Being in the mortgage industry, we have been a firm supporter as well as a proud member. And so we are incredibly um, just enamored with the fact that you do hold the title now as the national president, given that, of course, you want to even the playing field for all, but in particular for women leadership roles. So thank you again for sharing that. So Amy, you were born and raised in Hong Kong. And immigrated to the United States in the you know, uh, late 80s or whatnot, what advice or encouragement can you provide to our viewership who come from the same beginnings, right? Or have families on the pathway to the United States? Hmm. Um, well, I, in general, I'm sure that uh, a lot of us struggle mostly on language and cultural differences, right? Certainly the younger one adopt changes easier compared to the seniors, However, the sense of belonging is something that we have to work harder on, right? As an immigrant, like myself, I always describe myself as a colonial Hong Kongese, you know? <laughs> and uh, as a colonial Hong Kongese back then, we watched soccer games as something really exciting, just like the Super Bowl here in the US, right? So I, I have to really get to learn the game. What is it like? Uh, on football, right? Why, why, people, why people using their hands most of the time, but American call it football, right? <laughs> so I feel like I need to learn the game so I can continue the conversation with my American friends, right? 
And a lot of us as an immigrant, uh, we will have to keep improving ourselves in order to communicate in the society as well, right? So for example, like, you know, sometimes we have to intentionally force ourselves to watch more American TV programs in order to pick up and get to use the language, right? Of course, the younger ones go to school, learn while, you know, the adults can also attend adult school to better themselves. So that way we will be able to adopt into the society, right? And then also we also are happy to celebrate together with the American tradition, like 4th of July, Thanksgiving, etc. The good thing is, as long as you're willing, there are always opportunity to learn and get better each day here in America. So certainly you can see family, friends around helps tremendously. That's why you see a lot of Asian loves to live around family and stick together all the time. So in short, I would say, don't be shy, pretend that you are a toddler and started to learn how to walk and talk again. Keep an open mind, keep improving ourselves. Of course, we'll never lose ourselves. Nothing is called better than others. We're just different, right? So I think we will, you know, respect more. People will actually respect us more instead of trying to be someone else. That's beautifully said. I think we can all learn to keep learning and immigrating and learning, for example, your analogy of the soccer, the football from your country to hear the football, American football. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, we all have to assimilate. I, my first language is Spanish. And for me, how I learned beyond going to school was TV. So mm. it's a great way to assimilate and learn the different um, the vocabulary. So thank you for sharing that with, with, with us, Amy. Mm -hmm. So this month we're celebrating Women's First Story Month. And I cannot think of anyone more involved in the community as a realtor and as a leader than you. What important message would you have to share to other women? To share with other women, I will have to tell you two words. Seriously, two words. But these two words can apply to yourself and to others. These two words are love and respect. I... I personally think that make sure as a woman, right? Make sure you take time to pamper yourself. Give yourself some quiet time to let your body and mind rest, rejuvenate and renew. If you don't do that, I can tell you, no one will do it for you. And also respect yourself, respect your body, respect who you are and never really look down on yourself. I tell you, uh, when I first came to America, um, I'm from Hong Kong, right? So a certain level of English capability that we all build in. Uh, but when I first came to America, I work in the real estate office in San Francisco, Chinatown. An American born Chinese girl who works at the title field come into the office from time to time. But all she say is to take me down, is to comment, your English is not good enough. So to me, it's like, hey, come on. If my English is my first language, I definitely will have no problem. But if your Chinese is as good as my English level, I would say, yay. Otherwise, help me out. Have more conversation with me. Then that way I'll be able to grow and I'll be able to learn. 
So don't look down on yourself. There are always opportunity. I love that, Amy. And I, I love that you highlighted about making ourselves a priority, loving ourselves, respecting ourselves, because I think when we have the respect and love for ourselves, we also then with that, give it off to others and uplift others. Um, so thank you for sharing that, 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 you know, what you went through that, that brief moment in your time that really probably propelled you to just be the amazing person that you are today. So I have a quick question. Mm -hmm. What is the inner leader in you today excited about that brings simple joy and happiness, which, um, Possibly our viewership and those around you who know you may not expect or surprise, be surprised. Well, um, as a woman leader, we work so hard sometimes to, you know, some people try to, you know, prove themselves that, hey, I can do it or keep chasing after, you know, something called our dream or the title, you know, kind of like uh, uh, get another label of success. However, during the pandemic, I started to see the importance of lives, right? I truly have an opportunity, all this quiet time to really refocus on what actually life is all about. I now really treasure my family, my friends around me, and human lives more than anything else, to be honest with you. Our health metamos, the togetherness metamos, um, surprisingly, I have to be honest with you, I enjoy seeing my husband every day at home. <laughs> I enjoy a very simple meal with him together, you know, at night. Um, I love seeing my ARIA family um, during the conference call whatsoever. Whenever that I learn that everyone is good and healthy, that is good, right? And I can share this with you during our March a conference call at the beginning of the month. Uh, we were chatting about uh, how people are suffering in Texas, you know, at the, at, at the beginning, right? Uh, uh, last month, uh, they were having all these water by bro, extreme weather, all kinds of stuff. So all in a sudden, I tell you, all in a sudden, I ask people, why don't you unmute yourself? All in a sudden, my chapter president will go, Amy, I'll go back to the board and find approval so that we can donate to the foundation and help those people in Texas. The other one is, Amy, I'll do that. Amy, I'll do that. Amy, I'll do that. Well, I tell you, that moment just warmed my heart. And that really worth a million dollars. That's a million dollar moment. So during the pandemic time, I really truly refocus and see life is more important. That's very well said. And I think it's also because of the environment you're creating within ARIA, you know, that unity, mm -hmm. um, that positive um, energy, it, it easily gets picked up by everyone. And you could clearly see the magic where everyone cohesively comes together as, as a family to unite and help others. And so that's, that's incredible. Thank you for sharing. And, and I must admit, it's the simple things in life um, as well, given the pandemic, right, that I do cherish most definitely family more than ever now. And those that I can't see as much as I miss them, right? And so you made me giggle because you're like, I'm enjoying, you know, now 
seeing my husband every day at, at home, right? And so I'm like, yes, I enjoy those little simple moments with my hubby as well. So thank you for sharing that. So Amy, this one actually really um, hits home for, for, I'm sure for many of you that um, in, in the ARIA community, and it's the recent hate crime, right? And we've been seeing it play out recently in the news. Um, and um, even some of the act actress, Olivia Mum has actually spoken about this, right? Um, and she's been very actively engaged um, in, in that. And, um, and so we know that hate crime has been, unfortunately been targeting Asian Americans in major US cities. For example, New York had the largest um, recorded incidents, right? I think they lead the way in terms of that increasing by ninefold as of from 2019 to where we are now. Um, and curious, what is ARIA doing to combat this? And then how can our viewership help? Well, Chantel, you nail it. It is absolutely sad to see our society is so divided, right? Sometimes I question, where is love and respect to people or even to themselves anymore? All these heartless actions and, you know, from the offenders, not just hurt our community, but to me, it's like they actually hurting themselves as a human being as well, right? So just a couple of days ago, I, I, I tell you, you know, these things is like keep coming and keep coming. There is another Asian senior man got pushed so hard on the street for no reason and died just a couple of hours afterwards. We all started to think, what if that elderly is my own parent or my grandparent? How would I feel and react, right? Disregard what race are you, right? They are so vulnerable. And how would people do something like this? All these hate crime, I tell you, shakes our community. At the same time, created a sense of fear to a lot of our people, right? To me, why my people will have to live in fear? They lost their confidence and worry about their safety living here in America. Can you believe it? And, and, and they cannot even walk around their own neighborhood and enjoy their life. Eventually, I tell you, this kind of thing will prohibit our freedom of choice on where and how we live and grow our family. This is not fair and not right. We all know that. We should not be treated that way. Not any race, not any human being here on earth. We here in ARIA are addressing this issue as part of our diversity and fair housing summit coming up uh, in April 28-29. We will be sharing our encounter and we will also looking into a civilized way to make a change through education and policy. You ladies are all welcome to join us, right? So visit our website, aria.org, and, you know, sign up. Another proactive action I will have to describe is that we are in the making of a series of video interview, kind of like this one. It's called More Than One, where we will go inside the different nationality and culture within the AAPI community because it is important for all of us to understand the AAPI are not just one homogeneous group, even though you know, skin color, similar hair, black, all kinds of stuff. 
But in fact, there are so many different nationalities and languages have spoken within our 17,000 ARIA membership. So I personally believe if we learn and understand each other, we will be able to appreciate and really know how to work together. Hopefully, you know, misunderstanding will be minimized and we will have a more harmonious society. This is going to be, you know, interesting and fun. So stay tuned. <laughs> Definitely. And for our viewership, um, I just wanted to share another resource, um, which is the standagainsthatred.org. Mm -hmm. This is an Asian American advancing justice. It's a national um, affiliation of five leading organizations advocating for civil and human rights of Asian Americans and others um, in the underserved communities to promote a fair and equitable society for all. So again, check that out also for our viewership, check out the ARIA, um, the, the um, Diversity and um, Fair Lending Summit. All That's right. fantastic. I think we all together are stronger. We mm -hmm. need a voice that it is not okay to do any hate crimes. And what we wanna do is come up place of love and respect, like Amy said, and we are definitely uh, joining ARIA in the Diversity um, Summit coming up in April, and we're excited to attend. And as we close, Amy, we ask all our amazing guests and leaders, what does LEADER mean to you? <laughs> well, honestly, I, I'm new to this, right? But thank you so much, Vanessa, for bringing to my attention, and thank you for the sample link. I, I, I watched those. Uh, I cannot stop myself from keep watching it, right? Uh, of course, I see familiar faces like Nanny, right? Remember, I remember uh, during our last policy summit, he was with us and shared a little bit about Black Lives Matter. Um, honestly, when I first heard about it, I don't really have that kind of uh, sense on how intense it is. Right, I, I know that, well, that's not fair. The George Floyd thing is completely ridiculous, right? But then as Lenny started to share, you know, at your program, it triggered me to start asking my best friend, Google, <laughs> what is this all about? Why is this so intense? Why are these group of people are so, um, you know, against it and really have to fight for the rights. So I think this kind of open conversation dialogue will bring the attention to different aspects in our society so that we can have an opportunity to go further and understand and learn more about it so that we will be able to work together. We will be able to develop that kind of empathy to really truly understand each other and with the willingness to fight for it. So I, I appreciate it. This kind of open dialogue is so valuable. Thank you, Amy. You are absolutely right. The open dialogue and being empathetic are extreme and beautiful leadership qualities. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here today. And we look forward to seeing you and participating in ARIA events. You will see our three faces there, supporting you and the organization. So with that, Leadhurst, 
We want to hear from you and we hope that this segment provided you some inspiration as we celebrate Women's Her Story Month with Amy Kong. One of our lead her favorite quotes that we have in resonates with all of our hearts is, if I can see her, I can be her. And I definitely am taking that away with Amy's participation today. We are firm believers in uplifting each other and paying it forward. So next week, we promise you another great segment and we do not want you to miss it. We will continue to celebrate Women's Her Story Month and we will be celebrating a dynamic Hispanic community lead her who is amazing and we cannot wait to share her with you don't forget to like us share our feeds and invite other lead hers to join our open forum to enrich empower and educate more women leaders out there or those who support the women leaders so thank you so much thank you amy kong and bye bye we'll see you guys next week thank, thank you everyone